time for the fastest hour of radio, Southern Race Week, with your host, William Barber. Hello and welcome to this podcast edition of Southern Race Week Radio for you here along your favorite podcast location, whether it's iHeartRadio, iTunes, Spotify, or SoundCloud. We greatly appreciate you taking the time to download, listen in, and tune in to this week's brand new week's edition of the Southern Race Week Radio Podcast. My name is Alfie, and I'll be joining you here as we deliver to you another exciting edition of the Southern Race Week Radio Podcast, as we have another star-studded edition of the program with some great guests that will be joining us this week here on the Southern Race Week Radio Podcast in just moments. We will hear from the Executive Vice President and General Manager of Atlanta Motor Speedway, Brandon Hutchinson, along with GMS Racing Driver and the NASCAR Craftsman Truck Series, Raja Karuth, and also the co-founders of Magical Vacation Planners, who will be sponsoring the number 14 machine at Chase Briscoe this weekend at Miami Homestead, JJ and Jamie Eubanks. So another star-studded edition of the Southern Race Week Radio podcast coming up for you here uh, this week. But before we get into the program, all the great interviews we have lined up, I do want to remind you about a couple of things. Uh, number one, our social media platforms, our Facebook and Twitter pages, where we always bring to you the latest in racing news and information 24 hours a day, seven days a week. So we really appreciate it if you head on over and like our Facebook page at facebook.com slash Southern Race Week or follow us on Twitter at SRW Radio. And also, we do have an email address, so feel free to send us an email. Let us know your thoughts and opinions of the podcast. We always go over those and reply to those as quickly as we can. So uh, send us an email anytime at srwradio at yahoo.com. That is srwradio at yahoo.com. But a lot of great racing taking place over the weekend in NASCAR and in the NHRA series as the playoffs are tightening up in both of those racing leagues. So uh, quickly, let's take a look at all the action from this past weekend in the world of racing with your weekend racing recap here on Southern Race Week Radio as we begin with the NASCAR Series. But first, the Truck Series, who was off again this weekend. The Craftsman Truck Series took this week off. And taking a look at the playoff standings right now, Corey Hine is your motoring driver. He has already advanced himself to the championship four race with his uh, victory back at Bristol Motor Speedway. Carson Hosefer is second. Christian Eckes is in third. And Nick Sanchez rounds out the top four. Now, those drivers that are under the cut line right now, Grant Enfinger in fifth, minus three. Ben Rhodes is in sixth, minus five. Ty Majeski is in seventh position, minus 19. And Zane Smith is in eighth position, minus 36. Now, the Truck Series will be back in action in the elimination race in the round of eight from Homestead Miami Speedway for the Baptist Health Cancer Center 200. That'll be on Saturday, October 21st. The green flag will drop at 12 p.m. Eastern Time. You can catch the race on FS1 and radio coverage provided by the Motor Racing Network, which can also be heard on Sirius XM NASCAR Channel 90. Over to the Xfinity Series, as it was a fitting venue, a perfect scenario for Riley Herbst to earn his first career NASCAR Xfinity Series race, a dominating 14.9 second victory in the Alsco Uniforms 302 at his home track, Las Vegas Motor Speedway. Herbst, number 98 Stuart Haas Racing Ford, led 103 of the 201 laps of the playoff race, leaving no room for error in this career-making day for the 24-year-old Las Vegas native. It was the most significant margin the victory in the series this season and nearly seven seconds better than the previous best margin victory for an Xfinity Series race at this track, 8.4 seconds, which was set back in 2002. 
More than 60 of Herb's close friends and family members were trackside for the standout showing, and Herb's was understandably emotional as he climbed out of his Ford, earning his first trophy in his 139th series start. This is what Riley had to say in the media center following the victory. We just beat everybody in the playoffs trying to go to Phoenix. They all brought their best stuff, and we whooped them about by 10 seconds. So, um, yeah, everybody said I can't do it, couldn't do it, won't win, not good enough. I just... Flat out, just beat them. So I'm pretty happy with myself, happy with Stuart Haas Racing for sticking behind me. Um, this is a, a huge weight off my shoulders. Um, it's just I'm so relieved to be here in Victory Lane um, and in my home city. Championship points leader Joe Gibbs Racing's John Hunter Nemechek finished a distant runner-up to Herps, followed by Herps' SHR teammate Cole Custer, Colleg Racing's Chandler Smith, and Junior Motorsports' Sam Mayer rounded out the top five. Mayer's teammate Justin Allgaier was sixth, followed by Richard Childress Racing's Austin Hill rounding out that top-finishing playoff group. Junior Motorsports' Brandon Jones, colleagues' teammates Daniel Hemrick and Lane Riggs completed the top 10. It was an especially impressive day for the 21-year-old Riggs, who was starting his second career Xfinity Series race. Only two of the eight playoff drivers finished outside the top 10. RCR Sheldon Creed was 15th, and JGR Sammy Smith was 17th, rallying from mid-race pit road issues. And taking a look at the current point standings right now in the Xfinity Series, John Hunter Nemechek is your number one ranked driver, Justin Allgaier is second, Austin Hill is third, and Cole Custer is fourth. Looking at the drivers that are below the cut line, Chandler Smith in fifth, minus 15, San Mayer is sixth, minus 16, Sammy Smith is seventh, minus 35, and Sheldon Creed rounds out the top eight, he is minus 41. And the playoffs continue for the Xfinity Series this weekend in the round of eight as the Xfinity Series will be at Homestead Miami Speedway for the Contender Boats 300 on Saturday, October 21st. The green flag will drop at 3 p.m. Eastern Time. You can catch the race on the USA Network and also racing coverage on the radio provided by the Motor Racing Network and Sirius XM NASCAR Channel 90. You can also watch the action on Peacock as well. Taking a look at the results of the Cup Series action from Las Vegas Motor Speedway as Kyle Larson earned this trophy the old-fashioned way. The number 5 Hendrick Motorsports Chevrolet driver led the most laps and swept both stages, but still had to hold off a hard-charging, equally motivated Chris Rebell at the start-finish line that claimed a dramatic victory in Sunday's South Point 400 NASCAR Cup Series playoff round of eight opener at Las Vegas Motor Speedway. It was a compelling afternoon ushering this final three-race, eight-drive round of play off competition to set up the Ford driver title chase. With seven race leaders and 20 lead changes, Larson held off the field on the final restart with 45 laps to go and never relinquished it despite quality challenges from Bell to close off the race. And earlier, Roush Fenway, Kalowski owner Brad Keselowski, who led 38 laps himself. Larson led seven times and accumulated the most laps led, 133 of 267, on the afternoon that topped the 1,000 laps led mark on the season. His 1,031 total laps out front in 2023 are the most in the series. And after the race, Kyle Larson was asked in the media center if he still feels he's the championship favorite. I don't know. Um, Williams still had a really good day, and you know, car speed-wise was probably off of what they're used to having here, it seems like, this year. But, um, again, I mean, he took what he had and made the most of it today. So uh, I haven't seen the points, but I still don't uh, take my eyes off of William at all. Him and his team have just – they've done the best job overall from start of the weekend to the end of the weekends, every weekend. 
um, whether they win or not, they're, they seem to maximize their days. The non-playoff cars of Richard Childress Racing's Kyle Busch, RFK's Keselowski, and Trackhouse Racing's Ross Chastain ran out of the top five behind Larson and Bell. And take a look at the current point standings right now. Kyle Larson with his victory at Las Vegas advances to the championship four round, and he's your number one ranked driver. William Byron is second right now, followed by Denny Hamlin in third, Art right, Martin Truex Jr. in fourth. The four drivers that are under the cut line right now, Christopher Bell in 5th, minus 3. Tyler Reddick is 6th, minus 15th. Ryan Blaney is in 7th position, minus 17. And Chris Buescher rounds out the top 8 at minus 23. Well, the Cup Series will be back in action for the second race in the round of 8. Coming up this Sunday at Homestead Miami Speedway for the running of the Forever 400 presented by Mobile One. That'll be on Sunday, October 22nd. The green flag will drop at 2.30 p.m. Eastern Time. You can catch the race on NBC and radio coverage provided by the Motor Racing Network, which can also be heard on Sirius XM NASCAR Channel 90. You can also stream the race on the NBC Sports app. Taking a look at the action from the NHRA series this past weekend as Pro Stock winner Erica Enders became the winningest female driver in motorsports history. Tony Stewart Racing scored a nitro double in top fuel and funny car with Leah Pruitt and Matt Hagen. And Gage Herrera continued to dominate in Pro Stock Motorcycle all at the Texas NHRA Fall Nationals at the Texas Motorplex. All four winners at the event took over the points lead in their respective categories with just two races remaining in the season and to check out the other winners of Wally's from Texas and also the current point standings right now and each different classification in the NHRA just head on over to NHRA.com and the NHRA will be off this weekend but they'll be back in action for the NHRA Nevada Nationals at the Strip at Las Vegas Motor Speedway that'll be October 26th through the 29th so there you go that is your weekend racing recap here on the southern race week radio podcast hey guys this is jansen marshbanks tour and 12 driver of the cars tour and you are listening to southern race week all right welcome back to this brand new week's edition of southern race week radio for you here along the far flung southern race week radio network itself as we continue this brand new week's edition of southern race week radio along with the southern race week radio podcast but we're very honored and privileged to welcome our next guest here via the Food Depot Zoom line, and he's coming to us from his lovely offices overlooking Atlanta Motor Speedway. Some big news was announced by NASCAR last week, of course, releasing the schedule for the 2024 season. Atlanta still has its two race dates, but the dates are a little bit different than they've been in years past. And to break it all down for us and let us know what's going on at Atlanta Motor Speedway, ladies and gentlemen, let's welcome in the Executive Vice President and General Manager of AMS. Ladies and gentlemen, great friend of the show, Mr. Brandon Hutchinson. Mr. Hutchinson is always a pleasure to have you on Southern Race Week Radio, sir. Hopefully you're having a great day today, my friend. I am having a fantastic day. It's beautiful fall weather here, as you know. As you said, the 2024 NASCAR schedule was released last week, and anytime we can start talking about our dates, it makes it a good day. We'll still have your two race dates, but a different positioning date-wise, as the End Better Health 400 will be the weekend of February 24th and 25th, which is the second race on the schedule, the first race after the opening Daytona uh, 500, and you'll have the uh, doubleheader weekend on Saturday with the Xfinity and Trucks. And then the uh, Ambetter Health 400, which will be on Sunday, February 25th. But not only that, Brandon, 
but also you guys will be the opening race in the playoffs with the Quaker Straight 400 available at Walmart with the Xfinity race on Saturday, September 7th, and then the Cup Series race on Sunday, September 8th. That is just tremendous news for you guys and your staff. Um, tell us a little bit about the negotiation, the process of NASCAR and you guys discussing uh, these new race dates because the improved race in AMS must have been a tremendous factor in you guys securing these two premier dates for your uh, the schedule next year. Yeah, absolutely. You know, NASCAR, as well as Speedway Motorsports, wants the most compelling racing and entertainment that we can have. And if you've seen Atlanta Motor Speedway over the last two years, you know that we have some of the most exciting racing on the NASCAR circuit these days. And listen, as NASCAR continues to evolve the race schedule and to deliver exciting racing for the fans, shifting of dates is a natural byproduct of that evolution. So for us, we're very happy, as you know, we didn't always have two races. So we're first and foremost, extremely happy to have two races back on the 2024 schedule to have the second race of the season. There's not a time where there's more eyeballs on our sport. It's a great time for us. It's we're shifting into spring. Things are starting to, to bloom. It's just a really nice part of the, the season in Atlanta. And listen, that second race of the season, if you're a team that doesn't win in Daytona and can come to the Ambetter Health 400 and notch a win, you're in the playoffs. So it's a big win in your end stake for all the drivers looking to get into the playoffs. As you said, the 10th season of the doubleheader will have both the Craftsman Truck Series event and the Xfinity event on Saturday, the 24th. And then we've got the Ambetter Health 400 on the 25th. So we're extremely excited about that. And then later in the season, September 8th, we are the first playoff race of the Cup Series season. And for us, it's another non-traditional oval in the round of 16. Again, with some of the most compelling racing on the circuit, what better positioning than to kick off the NASCAR Cup Series playoffs in Atlanta Motor Speedway September 8th? For you guys to look at that round one and know that you're opening up that round one, it's got to be exciting to know that we're going to go to Atlanta Watkins Glen and then to uh, Bristol. Yeah, you know, coming out of uh, coming out of Darlington, Daytona, and then Darlington, two very exciting races. You kick off the playoffs here at Atlanta Motor Speedway, which is a intermediate length track that races like a super speedway. Then you go to the road course. Then you go to the short track. So I think NASCAR is doing a really good job evolving the schedule, as I said before, and trying to deliver the most exciting product that they possibly can for their fans. Xfinity's been racing at Iowa for 19 years, I think it is. And to now have a cup race in the Midwest is, is really, really cool. Um, but for us, I tell you what, that February 25th race weekend is going to be fun. I just got out of a meeting starting the planning for that. We're four months away. So our race weekend will be here before we know it. We haven't even closed the books on 2023, and we're excited about 2024. Speaking with the Executive Vice President and General Manager of Atlanta Motor Speedway, Brandon Hutchinson, on this week's edition of Southern Race Week Radio. As you mentioned, Brandon, it's just, you know, now you've got a, about a month now quicker to get to the race weekend than you normally do in March. But you guys have handled this date before where you guys had the first race out of Daytona. So you're no stranger to this kind of pressure and intensity what do you have up your sleeves do you have anything you can that, that you let us know about now or are you still in those early processes of 
figuring out how you're going to be doing your weekend. I'm assuming hopefully the Peach Pit will be back as well and, and, and all the concerts and everything that you guys have been doing over the last few uh, race weekends in Atlanta. I can tell you this. It's going to be packed full of entertainment. When cars aren't on track, we're going to have something to do for the, the folks that decide to come out and spend a day or spend the entire weekend with us, and that's what we hope that they will do. We've got great pricing going on right now through October 31st, so you'll want to go to atlantamotorspeedway.com and check it out. But, Alfie, we're going to have the Peach Pit. I can promise you that. We're going to have a party in the Peach Pit. We're going to have a lot of action and entertainment going on in the fan zone. Not ready to announce any acts just yet, but I can assure you, whether it's the, the park pavilion, whether it's the gathering place, whether it's the fan zone, whether it's the Peach Pit, we're going to have entertainment going on all weekend for the fans that choose to come to Atlanta Motor Speedway. As you've heard me say before, we know these fans work hard for their money. If they choose to spend it at Atlanta Motor Speedway, we're going to make sure we do everything we can to give them as much bang for their buck as we possibly can. And even though the Quaker State 400 available at Walmart weekend has been exciting racing as well, July, as you know, in the state of Georgia and especially around Atlanta, it gets extremely hot. And I know that's always been an issue with the date and everything, even though fans still came out because, as you said, the racing has been so amazing. But now to move that race from July into uh, early September, uh, weather-wise, that is such a huge difference from racing in July to now racing in the early part of September. Oh, absolutely. It's a world of difference, you know, and it can still be warm in September, but that's fine. You know, the week after Labor Day traditionally is that sweet spot. Um, you know, we talked about everything blooming in the spring. You know, that, that mid to early to mid-September time frame is when, you know, fall really starts approaching. So we'll be at the tail end of summer. The weather's going to be breaking nice for us. And, and listen, for anybody that, that, that has anything to say about the dates, we work real hard with NASCAR. We work real hard with our broadcast partners. You've got tracks all over the country. There's a balance that has to go on to make sure that we do deliver the most exciting racing for the fans and continue to evolve the sport and diversify where we're racing, the styles of tracks we're racing on. So we're going to say a big thumbs up to our race dates. Well, Brandon, there's no doubt of the last few years that you've definitely brought the party back to Atlanta Motor Speedway, which is something that you've emphasized over the last few years that you wanted to do. Once again, Brandon, if our listeners want to get their hands on those tickets, get their hands on them camping spots, once again, steer them in the direction where they can go to get all those uh, taken care of. Well, thank you for that. It's atlantamotorspeedway.com. So get on atlantamotorspeedway.com. Take a look at a package and a price point that works best for you and your family. And I'm telling you, now through October 31st are the best prices you will be able to get for 2024 tickets at Atlanta Motor Speedway. Basically, we're offering renewal prices um, for those that want to want to commit to coming in 2024 by the end of the month. So we're trying to do everything we can to, uh, to give people good reasons to want to come to Atlanta Motor Speedway. Great prices, a lot of entertainment. Kids are free for the doubleheader on Saturday. Uh, the truck series is the Freight 208. The Raptor King of Tough 250 is the doubleheader, and it's free for kids. Free, not a penny. On Sunday for the Ambutter Health 400, it's only 10 bucks for kids. So we're cheaper than a matinee movie. You hear me say that every time I get on promoting with you. But we really do want to make sure that those that choose to come to Atlanta Motor Speedway can afford to do it. And when they get here, 
we want them to have a blast and want to come back. Well, sir, you're a great friend of the show. Of course, you're the home track for Southern Race Week Radio, so we love to let people know what's going on at AMS, sir. Uh, once again, AtlantaMotorSpeedway.com, or if you got a smartphone, you can always download the Atlanta Motor Speedway app. Uh, plenty of information there as well for you to go through and check out, and also uh, all the events that are coming up, because AMS is not just racing. So much going on. So for all the details, just head on over to AtlantaMotorSpeedway.com and click on events. Uh, Mr. Hutchinson, as always, we appreciate you taking the time to join us here on Southern Race Week Radio. Sure. Uh, good luck to you as you get set to welcome Nice Car Nation in 2024. And um, looking forward to seeing you down at the tracks hopefully soon, my friend. Alfred, thank you so much, my friend. I'll talk to you soon. Hi, I'm Heather DeVoe, co-host of the Mics Are Hot podcast, and you're listening to Southern Race Week. All right, welcome back to this brand new week's edition of Southern Race Week Radio for a year along the far-flung Southern Race Week Radio network at Southeast. We continue on with this brand new week's edition. Oh, Southern Race Week Radio, along with the Southern Race Week Radio podcast. And the truck series has been off here for the last few weeks, but they'll be back in action uh, coming up next weekend at Miami Homestead Speedway. And one of the many truck drivers that you'll see during that race represents GMS Racing. Great friend of the show. We really appreciate it when you take some time to uh, join us here on the program. Ladies and gentlemen, let's welcome in truck driver for GMS Racing, Mr. Raja. Mr. Carruth, as always, we appreciate it. We take some time to join us here on Southern Race Week Radio. Hopefully, you're having a great day today, my friend. I'm great, Alfred. Thank you for uh, having me on, man. Of course. Always an honor and a privilege to have you on the program, sir. Now, you're just a few races left in the uh, Truck Series season, and this has been your rookie campaign with uh, GMS Racing. Uh, I know this was a big deal for you to have your opportunity to uh, race in the Truck Series and continue your evolution in the NASCAR world. So looking back on this, on this rookie campaign for you in the truck series, uh, what have you learned? What have you taken away from it? And do you feel like you have achieved a lot of the goals that you set yourself when you started the season back at Daytona? Man, I think results wise, no. Um, but I think development wise, yes, I, I think I've grown a lot this year as a man, but also as an athlete and as a sportsman. Um, I would say there's been a lot of times this year where I felt like we've had, pace that I can run top five with and or I shouldn't say a lot of times a handful of times where that's been the case and you know it hasn't materialized and in other 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 situations we've made the most of, of not so superb days and uh, I'm confident for when I get my deal done for next year uh, the stuff I'll be, be and I'll be able to run up front every week and uh, compete for the the playoffs and, and potentially make a final four run. Now, you said you've had some not-so-great runs. Do you feel like a lot of those runs, you just had some bad luck? You kind of caught up in some wrecks, some situations that were a little bit out of your control? Yeah, I definitely feel like our, our running, our finishes, our average finish isn't indicative of, of where we've run a lot of this year, and uh, definitely not our points position either. So, I mean, Nashville, I mean, we literally broke from from leading the race and um, have had just not a great spell of, of pit stops throughout the year, just – not super great, um, but I've been really proud of the advancements that we've made as a unit uh, with with my my road crew. They've done a really good job. So um, I feel really confident about the next two racetracks that we're going to and that we can compete for a, for a win at these two racetracks, specifically Homestead. Speaking with the truck driver for a GMS Racing, the Craftsman Truck Series, Raja Karuth, on this week's edition of Southern Race Week Radio. And as we know, uh, this news has been out for a while. GMS Racing will close down their truck series a shop at the end of the season, but you've got a great opportunity coming up 
in Phoenix. Not only will you be racing in the truck finale there for GMS, but you have an opportunity to to race for Mr. Hendrick in the Xfinity series. Um, tell us about that conversation with Mr. H, because if there's anyone who knows anything about racing talent, it's Mr. Hendrick. So tell us about that conversation and how that deal came about. Yeah, it's uh man, that's a really special deal. And I, I'm really fortunate to be able to, to drive for Mr. H and um, everybody at Hendrick Motorsports. Um, that deal kind of came together surprisingly. And it's been great to feel the, support from Chevrolet and from Hendrick for wanting me to be in the car and kind of show what I can do. So it'll be great to go to a place I've raced at a handful of times, not to mention the truck race I'll, I'll have done prior. It's going to be a really good weekend and I can't wait. Now, is this an audition or is this an opportunity? What What is the situation here? Is this just going to be an audition race for you or do you see yourself doing more racing with Mr. Hendrick in, in 2024 or what are your plans are as of yet? Do you have anything solidified yet for next season? <laughs> Yeah, so as far as I'm concerned, you know, this this race is a one-off um, unless there's other things that I don't know about. Um, and I'm, I'm hoping that uh, I can parlay into something more next year. But even if it was just a one-off, I'd be super thankful if that was just it. Um, because, I mean, not many people can say that they've gotten to drive for Rick Hendrick, you know. And uh, I'm just trying to relish the opportunity and, and make the most of it. Now, do you think that Mr. Hendrick reaching out to you and giving you this opportunity to the drive in the Xfinity race at, at Phoenix, do you think that other teams and other owners are going to say, wow, if Mr. H sees something in Raja Karuth, maybe that's someone we should be talking to or maybe be a little interested in getting to know a little bit better? Do you feel that could open some doors for you? Man, I, I hope so. Uh, it's, it's too far away to tell for sure, but I, I really hope so. I just know that I've got to use all the resources they've got and I've got to do all my little things that I know make me plugged in for my truck races and the my Xfinity races with Tommy and not try any more harder, just uh, do my best and see how it happens. Now with the off season coming up here shortly, um, you know, you've got a lot of off time and you're going to have some time to kind of decide, you know, what you want to do next. Um, during that off season, what are your plans to do to kind of decompress? Will you, I know you do a lot of iRacing as well, and you have a Twitch channel that people can watch and, and see you do your iRacing, which I, I check it out as well. And iRacing has become such a huge aspect in racing now. How instrumental has iRacing been for you in bringing you up to the point that you are right now? Yeah, iRacing's been a big deal to me, and I'm definitely going to be on there a lot this offseason. This winter, I'm going to really try to set back or take a step back and, and reset for a second um, because a lot of things have happened this year, good and bad, and just to make sure that I'm where I need to be, spend some time with my family, um, and then travel. Uh, just because I've been getting into a good gig of of going on going to places by myself to to be a tourist and be low key and and enjoy things, so I'm really excited for this off season. Now, Raj, if our listeners want to keep up with what's going on with you, any plans you might have coming up for 2024, where can they go to follow you and also check out your Twitch channel as well to watch you do your your iRacing? How can our fans learn more about you and, and what's going on? Uh, yeah, so my website, rajacruth.com. We're working on keeping that thing updated. Uh, as far as everything else, you can just go to my social media, rajacruth underscore, and uh, that's it. Well, Raja, we always appreciate you. We take the time to join us here on Southern Race Week Radio, sir. You're a great friend of the show. Uh, good luck to you as you wrap up your season. And hopefully we will be talking again here down the road about your uh, big plans and news for 2024, my friend. Yes, sir. Thanks, Alfred. This is Leah Pruitt, and you're listening to Southern Race Week. All right. Welcome back to this brand new week's edition of Southern Race Week Radio for you here along the far-flung Southern Race Week Radio Network. It's Alfie. As we continue on with this brand new week's edition of Southern Race Week Radio, along with the Southern Race Week Radio podcast, and I'm very honored and privileged to welcome our next guest here, 
via the Food Depot Zoom line as they're joining us from their beautiful hotel room in the great state of Indiana, which is the home base of Magical Vacation Planners. They are both the co-founders of NVP, and they're also a sponsor with Chase Briscoe and Stuart Haas Racing with number 14 Machine. So we're joining us here as they're sponsoring Chase coming up in Miami Homestead here in just a matter of weeks as the Cup Series playoffs continue on. Ladies and gentlemen, let's welcome in JJ and Jamie Eubanks. What an introduction. <laughs> hey, very excited to have both of you all joining us here on Southern Race Week Radio. And before we get going, I was uh, lucky enough to meet you guys at Atlanta Motor Speedway. You guys sponsored Chase uh, during the Quaker State 400 uh, available at Walmart race weekend and also uh, just to put it out there my wife works with you guys she's one of your uh, travel agents with nvp uh, before we talk about how you got involved in nascar tell us a bit about magical vacation planners you guys created this venture together so where did the idea come from well um like your wife i had a huge passion for disney and when jj retired from uh playing basketball for 14 years i had a big gap in my in my resume and so after being passed up for a lot of promotions um, at, at the bank where I worked at the time, um, we just decided to go out and venture out and start our own business. And so we started Magical Vacation Planner. And uh, had I, I just had a love for Disney that really it was more about just helping people. And like you said, every every trip I planned. I planned it as though it was my trip and I like I put my heart and soul into every trip I planned. And then I found that there was a whole lot of other people out there in the world that was a lot like me and just loved helping other people plan vacations. Then we, you know, we branched off. Now we we have parks, cruising and getaways. Um, so we we are a full service travel agency, but everybody knows that that I absolutely love Disney. Okay, now you got to be real here. And you really got to tell him the story, okay? So because long before she ever started doing this with Disney, while we were playing basketball, the whole season, that's what I heard. When we get a break, where are we going? We're going to Disney. What about Christmas? We're, we're going, going to, to Disney. Disney. What about off season? We're, we're going, going to, to Disney. Disney. And then 20 plus years later, before we moved to Florida, well, I was in the attic sitting on a little stool reading all these papers, and I come across a report that she had written in 1991. I didn't know the thing existed. I was up in the attic reading it, and the report was about how she was going to either work with Walt, the Walt Disney Company, or she was going to start a company. So I find this report. So this has always been, you know, <laughs> part of her DNA. Disney is a part of her DNA. Uh, speaking with JJ and uh, Jamie Eubanks here, the co-founders of Magical Vacation Planners. And JJ, speaking of your basketball career, uh, I remember when you were at Atlanta Motor Speedway, that was one of the things that we learned about Chase and, and how you guys kind of knew each other because you guys are from the same hometown as Chase Briscoe. But you also had a little of involvement in basketball with Chase. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, so um, so each year after our main our basketball season was done, uh, we'd come back home for a couple months and we would host our uh, JJ Eubanks annual basketball camp. You know, Chase was a pretty good player, pretty good shooter, moved really well. 
but he absolutely made the right decision uh, <laughs> with going with racing, you know, racing cars because he's a he's a phenomenal driver. You know, it, it worked out well. It for worked him. out well. I, I said so. He definitely made the right choice. Now, you guys have been sponsoring Chase for the last few years and everything like that. What uh, what did you get involved in NASCAR with Chase? And with Stuart Haas Racing. Well, I would like to think, or I would like to say, well, we were in a board meeting, you know, <laughs> and, and we made this great big decision. But actually, um, I have never watched NASCAR. And I don't believe that J JJ had maybe been to a race or two, like with some corporate events he had done. But once Chase started um, racing, or like once, once he made it maybe to the Xfinity, um, Doug and Michelle and the rest of the family would come over to our house every Sunday. And um, when he was in the Xfinity, uh, we would actually do it on Saturdays to watch his his races. And JJ or I just in conversation said, wow, I wonder how much it would cost to get a bumper sticker, right? You know, just a bumper sticker. Like, what would this be? So this is by the time that Chase has made it to NASCAR. So JJ asked Doug if he would reach out um, to Kevin, which, you know, gave him the name of a contact. The next thing I know, we sign up for five full sponsored races and JJ and I, you know, we said, well, if we're going to do it, let's do it. So last year we had five races this year. Um, the, they, we, we got four and, um, and it's just been a wild, a wild ride, but it all started with a bumper sticker. Yeah. And, and, <laughs> and I had gone to a, a single uh, race before. So I went to the brickyard and I got to see, you know, Smoke, uh, you know, and I still remember the name Smoke. I mean, what a cool name, right? You know, if you're going to have a name, it might as well be Smoke uh, that everybody knows. So I got to see Tony Stewart and uh, uh, during that time and learn a little bit about racing. Uh, and I can just recall being in uh, the suite and not being able to follow the cars. <laughs> they were going so fast. I couldn't follow the cars. And I was like, man, this is amazing. I know it, it's scary, you know, but it was very exciting. It was, I mean, the adrenaline you get, you know, when you see somebody going 185, 190, 200 miles, and they're just inches from each other's bumpers. You know, that's just, I mean, just speaks a lot about the sport. Uh, so, you know, when Doug came back and he made his presentation and I had already seen the number of fans, you know, within the NASCAR community and, and I got to experience, you know, a little bit about what NASCAR was like. <clears throat> My thing was, I didn't know if she was going to enjoy NASCAR, but she is one of the biggest NASCAR fans right now. Well, you know, when you see... Sorry, sorry. Oh, no, no. When you see, uh, you know, Trace in the, I mean, Chase in the Xfinity series, you know, win eight, nine races, uh, you know, that was just amazing. And I think she got hooked during that time. But I had the opportunity to meet you guys in Atlanta Motor Speedway, and I can tell that you're true big racing fans now. And uh, and so grateful that um, my wife works for your company, as I said. She oh. loves working for you guys. So, um, and also we learned that it's not just Disney trips you guys do. You do other, you do cruises, you do other things as well. So it's not just strictly Disney. You do other kind of vacation packages as well. And so for our listeners out there who might be interested in either going to Disney or maybe taking a cruise or another vacation destination, where can they go about getting information on how they can work with magical vacation planners to the plan everything they need? Well, I'm sure that you would love to share your wife's information. And I think that would be, that would be fine. Um, on your site, if you want to share your wife's information, she would love to help. 
they can go to www.magicalvacationplanner.com and uh, select join our team. There's a learn more about us, meet our team. There's all kinds of different things you can learn, but you can also uh, enter to win a free Disney trip. So let me not forget that as well. So we'll have the drawing for that the day before the or the day of the race in Homestead. But uh, we're also on all social media channels, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, um, threads. Uh, we're on all of those, YouTube. So if they want to learn more information, social media is a good site or a good location to find us too. Yeah. So sign up on the website for the, the giveaway, the sweepstakes. Three uh, night, four days. Three nights, at four days at Walt Disney World. And again, you know, like you said, uh, we operate all under three different divisions, MVP Parks, MVP Cruising, and MVP Getaways. So either way, you're going to find the perfect plan for any family out there who's looking to get out of town for a few uh, few days. So uh, no doubt about it right there. Uh, JJ and Jamie Eubanks, uh, co-founders of uh, the Magical Vacation Planners. Once again, thank you so much for taking the time to join us here on Southern Race Week Radio. It's a great honor and a privilege and looking forward to hopefully seeing you, hopefully coming back to Atlanta Motor Speedway in uh, 2024. We'd love to have you back there for our new race dates. That'll be in uh, 2024. So appreciate your time and good luck to you and Chase Briscoe as well at Miami Homestead. Hopefully we can see that 14 car in, in victory lane and see you guys in victory and as well uh, celebrating with those guys. All right. Thank you so much. Hey, this is Josh Hart, top fuel driver for RNL Carriers. You are listening to Southern Race Week. All right. Welcome back to this brand new week's edition of Southern Race Week Radio for you here along the far flung Southern Race Week Radio Network itself. As we wrap up this brand new week's edition of Southern Race Week Radio along with the Southern Race Week Radio podcast. And once again, thanks to our great guests for joining us this week here on Southern Race Week Radio. Of course, thanks to the executive vice president and general manager of Atlanta Motor Speedway, Brandon Hutchinson. Also to Truck Series Driver for GMS Racing, Raja Karuth, and co-founders of Magical Vacation Planners, JJ and Jamie Eubanks. So thanks to those great guests for joining us this week here on Southern Race Week Radio. And if you want to re-listen to this week's edition of Southern Race Week Radio or any of our past episodes of Southern Race Week Radio, just check out the Southern Race Week Radio podcast, which is available for you every Monday at iHeartRadio, iTunes, Spotify, or SoundCloud. Just head to one of those podcast locations, go to the search, type in Southern Race Week, and you'll be able to find us, like us, Download us, listen to us, and also subscribe to the Southern Race Week Radio podcast. And to get the latest in racing news and information throughout the week, just check out the Southern Race Week Radio social media platforms. You can like our Facebook page at facebook.com slash southernraceweek or follow us on Twitter at SRW Radio. And don't forget about our email address for you as well, where you can always reach out to us. Let us know your thoughts and opinions about the program, the podcast, or anything that is on your mind from the world of racing. And that is SRW Radio at yahoo.com. That is SRW Radio at yahoo.com. So hopefully you enjoy yourself a great weekend and hopefully you get yourself out to one of those short tracks within your immediate area and enjoy some great short track racing. Or maybe you want to head on over to Las Vegas Winter Speedway this weekend for the Cup Series or maybe next weekend at Miami Homestead. Whatever you do though, make racing a part of your weekend plans. We'll catch back up with you next week for another all new week's edition of Southern Race Week Radio along the far-flung Southern Race Week Radio Network. Hey.